What's going on, everyone? It's Spuddy McGee here with another edition of Spuddy's Quick Picks for Buds and Sports. We are moving on to week two now after a crazy-ass week one full of shenanigans and other things that happened. Um, Some games didn't play out like we all expected. Um, showed up in my record, um, last week's record, I got nine games out of the seven. Um, I threw in a loss with the Cowboys and Bucks, even though I didn't pick that game and that already happened, but I was going to pick the Cowboys anyways. So I'll be honest. So I took that, I, I put the L with the record and, um, nine and seven, and that was not what I wanted for picks wise, you know, just pick clear, clear pick winner. But, um, when it comes to the spreads and all that shit, uh, I don't think I did too well either. So, um, like I said, a lot of weird things that happened. Um, week one, week two, things should simmer down. But you know what? We'll see. We'll see what happens. But let us begin with the Thursday night game coming up. We got the Giants and the Washington football team. Um, Giants took a loss against Broncos last week. Um, Really was impress, impressive. Um, that's pretty much all you can really say about the Giants team right now is, you know, yeah, they scored a touch, two touchdowns, um, but not a, not an impressive team that, you know, that we're looking at. Maybe it's because Broncos defense looks pretty, looked pretty nice, but then again, just going into the season, their offense just, just not all there. I'm going on the flip side with the Washington football team. They took an L, but I feel like um, it was still a hard-fought L, if you want to say it, say it like that. Um, wasn't it? Um, they, they had a challenging matchup against the Chargers, and um, they lost in the final minute, so that's that's what kind of sucks for them. Um, they did lose um, Fitz, Fitzpatrick, so um, Heineke will probably be the starter going into the week two maybe that plays a role into it I don't know me personally uh I think it does even though it's gonna be a really low scoring game I feel and um I think Giants will edge it out against the Washington football team because even though the defense is gonna be um vicious against um the Giants I think Giants is just gonna pull away it's gonna be uh, relying on the running backs the running game I feel like a little bit more um the offense wasn't as uh clicking as I thought it would be out in Washington so that that's why I feel like maybe this game Giants will come back even though I didn't really see much from the Giants last game um maybe they'll go more towards just a ground and pound effect um, rather than letting the ball be decided on Daniel Jones' hands. But um, we'll see. I'm picking the Giants. They are giving the Giants three and a half points on the spread, so I would take it. And the over and under is 41. I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring game, so I'd probably put my bets on under. So that's it. really it for that game. I think it might be a boring Thursday night game. On to the next, we got the Cowboys 
versus the LA Chargers. This is a game I actually want to go to. If I could pull up some tickets, you know, real quick. I might, I might, might go ahead and, you know, do a very, very late trip. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what comes up to. So if, um, hit me up if you're down to go to the, the randomly to this game, you know, maybe I might just say fucking do a last minute trip, but, um, this is a shootout alert. I feel like this will be a shootout of the Cowboys and Chargers. I really feel like both quarterbacks are, um, are able to sling the ball effectively, especially in this game. Um, still very scary. Um, Chargers defense, if they get the pass rush going, going on. And, um, Dallas defense did not look too bad against the Bucks for being how bad they were last season and, um, causing, causing the turnovers and, um, slowing down I would say slowing down all the weapons that the Bucks have you know that was a positive I saw from the Dallas um D better but still they'll 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 allow a lot of yards and a lot of scores so that's why I'm saying shootout alert of course I got my boys on this one um they're definitely gonna bounce back um what doesn't help is a few of the injuries that happened or um the um possible suspension and um um another guy that's on the defense uh Randall Gregory um on the covid list so yeah not not good there um but we'll see as the time goes on I still got my boys um they're giving uh charger they're giving Cowboys three points actually and um I'll take it since I'm saying that they're going to win over under is going to be 55. I think over, I think it'll be, um, one team's going to score 28. Other teams going to score like 30, 33, something like that. But I got my boys in this one in LA. Up next, we got the saints versus the Panthers. Uh, saints surprised us, surprised us, surprised us all. More on the beatdown that happened in packs. Not that they were able to win. It was more on the end of how they won. Um, just dom- They just dominated the Packers. Um, looks like they got um, Packers got more of a line issue. Or the Saints defense just looks nasty. The pass rush is nice. Um, uh, probably one of the top se- secondaries in this league now. Um, I was going to say Baltimore, but they did lose Marcus Peters. So... Who knows who's in top right now of the best secondary? Might be Saints. Who knows? But um, they're playing against the Panthers. Um, Panthers ended up um, beating the Jets, but um, I wasn't really too impressed of, you know, what the Panthers did. Um, it was just more of an average game on both offense and defense. Really only bright spot like that separates from the rest is probably McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson. So, um but I feel like the Saints will um, try to um, narrow down the field a lot. So if they do go to McCaffrey, it's going to be very, very much short, short yardage. And they're going to try to make Sam Darnold um, try to be as precision, um, precision throwing as possible, making throws that he's probably not comfortable with. So, um, yeah, 
the bigger story is Jameis Winston coming in, starting, and um, playing very, very well, making smart decisions. Um, even though he only threw for 148 yards, did throw five touchdowns. Let's not knock that. Um, I think this game he'll, he'll be actually throwing the ball a little bit more and get a little bit more yardage. Um, so I think it, the situation will be a little different. I think the Saints were just ready and the Packers weren't that game. And it showed Winston was ready. I think Winston is really, uh, I guess you could say matured. You know, the potential has always been in Winston. It was just kind of, um, he was able to sit back for a season and really learn from um, Drew Brees and the, um, Sean Payton. That probably helped him a lot. And um, I guess you could say it humbled him um, a bit because, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I guess storyline cases that, you know, you were a starter. Now you're sitting behind an elite quarterback that, you know, probably is going to Hall of Fame. So, you know, humbles the situation just a bit because he just got replaced by another Hall of Famer that everyone thought was going to retire but didn't. So. It's a it's a very interesting story to follow with Jameis Winston. Um, they will win against the Panthers. They are giving Panthers only three three and a half points. Um, I thought they would give Panthers more points. Um, I would pick the Saints on this spread. Um, oh yeah, also don't sleep on Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is still that dude. So yeah, um. I would pick the Saints even with the um, three and a half points going to the Panthers. Over or under is going to be 44. Um, I will pick over. It's not going to be by much, but I'll go over on this one. But Saints are going to take this one. Up next, we got the Bengals versus the Bears. Um, Joe Burrow. Um, everyone doubted them. I kind of doubted them. And he performed. He looked a lot different than his um, preseason, which is great. Uh, he connected with uh, his um, teammate from LSU, uh, Jamal Chase. Is it, is it Jamal Chase? I never say his full name. I just say Chase. Jamar. 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 Jamar Chase. Yes. So, um, yeah. They they definitely have chemistry. That's great. And also Higgins and Boyd are still in the mix. So um, Bengals have weapons. It's just protecting Joe Burrow is going to be the thing. But Joe Mixon did have a great game as well. 29 carries for 127 yards. So there is balance within the Bengals organization when it comes to that. It's really just has the line gotten better. They did beat the, the Vikings. But we'll see against a Bears team that's um, defense is a lot better. So um, we'll see what happens there. Bears, um, they played against um, the Rams Sunday night. Offensively, not really much going on. But defensively, they made the stops as much as they could, I would say. But... um, I just think the offense is just very, um, it's, it's not moving the right direction. It might be going to Justin Fields sooner than we think. And that actually might be a positive note for the bears, at least to save 
to get something going in the offense because it just doesn't seem much going on with the traditional quarterback like Andy Dalton or just a pocket presence. They might need Justin Fields to um, shake up the position. He he played he played good in the preseason. Um, they drafted him for a reason, so um, we'll see how soon that that switch changes. Um, I didn't like what Nagy was doing just in the offense in general the last few years. So uh, I mean, his job's on the line. So. I would say make the switch now and possibly save your job. That's just me. But um, with all this being said, um, I think Bengals are going to sneak out another win. I'm 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 thinking this going to be very very close, and Bengals are going to sneak another one. Could be another overtime game. Um, they are giving the Bengals three points. I'm picking them, so I'll take the spread. Um, the over under is going to be 45. The question is, uh, do I take it? Uh, uh, what is it? What happens when, is it like a push when it's for, when I feel like it's going to be 45 points? I don't know. Cause I feel like 45 is the perfect number. So going under or going over is the situation. Um, I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over. I th- I think um, they'll barely go over, and also Bears are taking a lot of injuries at at line, so that's not good either. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bengals spread, barely over the 45 mark. Up next, we got the Houston Texans versus the Cleveland Browns. Texans, another team that surprised us all, even though they were going against the Jaguars, everyone felt that Texans were just already done this season. And boy, were we wrong. Terod Taylor blew up the um, the, the scoreboard um, Sunday. Um, this is probably um, like you've seen from probably like going on ESPN or Fox, things like that. They're saying this is probably Terod Taylor's last chance to um, take on a starter role. He's good. I've always liked him when he was with the Bills. I felt like they didn't put him in a position to succeed when he was out there. And then the whole situation with the Chargers was just very unfortunate. Um, The Browns situation, they already drafted Baker, so it was a weird situation there. But um, now Taylor's able to start because of the Watson situation. And I think he stays the starter Um, now that, you know, I feel like they're going to be confident with him moving forward. They don't have to scramble to get another quarterback um, playing backup or possibly replacing him. Um, he played. He played good. He played great. Um, he took command of the offense and what what was given to him. Um, Brandon Cooks had a great game. Um, 130 30 yards. Brandon uh, Mark Ingram, another um, another guy who's going to probably keep on. Um, having majority of the touches in the backfield, I feel, you know, um, a lot of speculations back there to just four, four potential guys having the touches, but, uh, seems like this last game, 26 touches for Mark Ingram, um, two touch, one touchdown and 85 yards. I think he, he's the clear number one there. Uh, Browns had a shootout situation against the chiefs. Y'all had them, but, 
mental error is basically what's happened, and they flopped out and, lo- and lost against the Chiefs. Uh, it, it was just a crazy uh, spur of events that, you know, it's Chubbs fumbled, the punter fumbled, then the interception by Baker. That kind of sealed the deal right there and gave the Chiefs to secure the win. I don't think it happens this week. I think Browns will play exactly how they did last week, but without the mistakes. And um, they should succeed. They just have a lot of weapons on offense and defense. Um, They could run at one game or just go pass happy the next. You know, it really just depends on what the game plan is. And I think Browns are um, the real deal. Um, Their defense is nice. Even against a very um, um, explosive offense in the Chiefs, they're still able to lock it down for the most part of the game. So um, against the Texans, they should they should handle them pretty pretty good. Um, over and under, they're giving Texans twelve and a half points. Oof! I mean, there's a chance that the, you know Browns win by two touchdowns. But there's a chance that it, they could be winning by a touchdown. I don't know. I'm gonna give the Browns the dub, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the spread wise Texans. Little, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go with the Browns. Um, Browns win definitely, but the spread I think goes with Texans. That's what I feel. And they'll go over 48 points, I feel. Both teams were able to score over 48 points um, together. So, yeah, that's what I feel. And that's the dilemma. Um, Up next, we got the Rams versus the Colts. Rams look nice Sunday night with Matthew Stafford at helm. Um, I think he gets better and better as the um, years go on with – not the years, the, the weeks go on. With this offense, I think it's 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 the perfect matchup that Sean McVay wanted rather th- uh, than Goff. And Stanford's that guy. Um, I expect them to um, have another big game. Um, tough, another tough defense in the Colts, but they should handle. Um, then we got the Colts. Uh, Went. An all right game, not really impressed or anything, but um, not disappointed either because just you know, his receiver situation is not the greatest. Um, so, um, just someone has to step up in the receiving core, um, this week if they want to have a chance against the Rams, but they're against the Rams and their secondary is nasty. And but positive note, they do have um. Great running backs back there, so um, they could be ground pounding the ball, but they that front is also nasty too. So Colts are in a sticky situation, um, but I feel like it's going to be um, the the Rams should should take care of business. Um, the The spread is giving Colts four and a half points. I'll take Rams both spread and win, and. The over and under is 47 and a half. Uh, they'll go over that. No problem. Uh, Rams win this one. Up next, we get the Broncos and the Jaguars. Um, start off with the Jags. Ter- Trevor Lawrence looked more like a rookie than 
the football prodigy that um, he's been in the last few years, which is not a bad thing. Finally, he's got that little bit of humbleness because the hype around him saying he never lost a regular season game. Well, he finally got his L. Now let's see how he bounces back from it. Um, um, James Robinson didn't have a great game for me, fantasy-wise. I think a bounce back could happen here. Um, Broncos, they did lose Jerry Judy. Um, high ankle sprain, so that kind of sucks because um, I think that was their most versatile guy at receiver. But so someone else got to step in. Um, they got um, Sutton and Patrick, who are nice receivers, but Jerry Judy was that 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 versatile guy that um, really um, defined the offense. I felt like, but I think Teddy Two Gloves should you know still do business. He got Melvin Gordon in the backfield, still playing nice. Um, I I think if Gordon stays healthy. He should have a big year. Definitely has a big year coming. Um, I think the Broncos should take care of business against the Jags. Broncos defense, new resurgence happening there. They they they're looking nice. Um, Von Miller's back. He even did some things too. So take a look at Broncos defense. They might be the sleeper this year when it comes to defensive wise. Uh, they're giving six and a half, six points to Jaguars. Uh, I would, I would take Denver still. I would still take Denver with the spread. And 45 and a half over and under. Um, I'll take the under on this one. I think it's going to be more of a lower, lower scoring game than that. So, um, we'll see what happens, but Denver will win this one. Uh, we got the Bills. We got divisional game Bills and Dolphins. Um, Bills kind of disappointed. Um, we thought they should have handled the Steelers pretty, pretty good, but Steelers came back at the end. The offense wasn't going, so that was a little strange as well. And now they're playing against another tough defense in the Miami Dolphins. So will there be a bounce back? I think the bounce back will happen. It's still tough, though. That's the thing. Still going to be a tough game. Um, they got to mix it up a little bit better. Um in Buffalo, use use your running backs. You don't have bad running backs. Why not use them? So whether you call more running plays or just get them involved, I feel. Um, the Bills' defense is still pretty decent um, average defense. And against uh, Miami's offense... Um, it could be the difference maker in this game because um, Tua really didn't have a great game last game against the Patriots. And um, there's still a mystery going on with how the um, offense is going to be um, running in in Miami. Um, so I think Tua needs to go ahead and prove himself. If he gets a dub against the Bills and plays a lot better, I think there's a lot more confidence. But... It's kind of been like um, mediocre play from Tua, in my opinion. Um, it's the second season, I know, but, um, you know, there's a lot of expectations you got to have quickly. And if you're not performing, they're going to try to find a solution somehow. So 
Um, I think the Bills are going to take care of business against the Dolphins. Um, they're giving the Dolphins three and a half points. I would still go with the Bills. The over-under is 47 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go over. I think Bills scored 30. Um, Dolphins scored 20. That's what I feel. And on to the next. Ooh, another division. We got the Patriots versus the New York Jets. Um, right off the bat, I feel like the Pats will win. Um, they're dealing with rookie quarterback. And for some reason, Pats are really good against rookie quarterbacks. They know how to stop them. So I'm going to give... I'm gonna give that right away that Pats Pats will win, but um, besides that, um, Mac Jones had a average debut. Um, Zach Wilson, um, some mistakes were made, but um, towards the end of the game, um, playing catch up, there's some interesting things to see from him, um, especially his connection with Corey Davis. Um, good things will come. I think you saw a lot more optimism with. Zach Wilson than Mac Jones. I felt. I don't know. It's just watching Mac Jones play. Um, it was just average. But then again, that that could be in the right path for him. So especially in the um, Patriots offense, it could be what they wanted. You know, so and nothing too flashy. Just you know, play smart football. But um, when it came to the Zach Wilson, yeah, early in the game, he, you know. Didn't didn't look pretty, but towards the play, playing catch up, you know, you saw the potential there. Um, but other than that, um, Patriots running situation looks a lot better than Jets. Um, yeah, um, I feel like Jets are going to be passing a lot this season compared to the Patriots, where it seems like it's going to be a little bit more balanced. But um, I think the New England defense should put a lock on Wilson this week in the Jets offense. Um, they're giving Jets five and a half points. I feel like New England could co- will cover it. And the over and under is going to be 43. Um, I'm going to go over just by a little bit, though. I think it'll be... You know what? It's going to be under. Never mind. Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Fuck. Um... I say for oh, it's going to be a low scoring, super low scoring game. They'll be, they'll be under forty three. I feel, and that'll do it right there. Up next, we got the Niners versus the Eagles. Eagles um, with Jalen Hurts, he he's looking nice. Um, thought of more of a shootout against Atlanta, but we were wrong. Only one person, one team came with the shoestein, and that was the Eagles. They were, they put up thirty two points last. Um, Last week, um, Niners were able to put up 41, um, but a lot of injuries happened, and then a weird um, Detroit comeback almost happened, and um, they almost went to overtime. But um, other than that, Niners were pretty dominant. They did have injuries, though, on both sides of the field, which sucks. But I feel like at this point now, Niners are just good at uh, making adjustments. Um Moster is officially done for the season after carrying the ball two times. Um, Francis wasn't happy about that. Dougie wasn't happy about that. It sucks to see. I mean, Moster, when he's healthy, phenomenal running back, but he just can't stay healthy. So 
hopefully um, when he comes back, uh, whatever the situation is, whether the team moves on, he gets picked up quick and he becomes a problem um, to whoever is against him, honestly. I think Moster has great talent. It's just the health is the, just a big problem. Um, they lost some other heads on defense. Um, it's not looking good for the secondary for the Niners, but you know, they, they, they're known to make an adjustment, especially from last year's experience. So, um, other than that, I feel like Niners should take care of the Eagles. Um, it might be a high scoring game, but I think Niners have the edge just because they have the better defense and, um, the offense can score against Eagles defense because I don't really see too much going on with um, Eagles defense. Who knows? Maybe might be mistaken and Niners put up only six points like the Falcons. But who knows? But what I'm picking, Niners, they cover spread. They'll go over 50 points. Both, both teams will be able to score over 50 points. Up next, Raiders versus Steelers. Um, Steelers with the upset win against the Bills. Raiders with the upset win against the Ravens. Um, yeah, that game last night against uh, the Raiders versus Ravens got crazy um, towards the end of the game. Overtime felt like a brand new game of just crazy shenanigans. But uh, Raiders were able to itch out the dub. Um, but we got a new game here. Um, Raiders are against a very, very strong um, um, defense as well. Again, um, Pittsburgh, um, it's like one of those things. I don't know if Pittsburgh's offense is good. We'll we'll find out what happens there. But um, it was due to the fourth quarter was um, the reason why the Pittsburghs beat the Bills. So... We'll see what happens uh, as the season goes on for the Steelers. But coming into this game, I think the uh, Raiders um, have the edge here. They'll be able to um, utilize um, the receivers. I feel like they'll actually use their receivers rather than throw it 19 times to Waller again. So I think it'll be more of a spread situation for the Raiders. But, um, yeah, Raiders should win this one. They're actually giving... The advantage to Pittsburgh because probably because they're at home. Pittsburgh's at home, but I think the Raiders can itch out uh, upset again with five and a half points. And the over under is going to be forty seven. I think they go over that. I think it'll be a surprisingly high scoring game. But I expect a lot of turnovers on both defenses. Both defenses should get a lot of turnovers this game. So keep a, keep aware of that. Uh, up next, we got the Vikings versus the Cardinals. Cardinals, another another team that was supposedly supposed to get in a shootout, but didn't happen. Um, they only came for the shootout. Titans didn't, so it was a rough game for the Titans. But Cardinals offense and defense look phenomenal. Kyler Murray, um, potential MVP candidate, maybe, maybe. We'll see down the line, but um, D-Hop doing his thing, Mr. Toe Drag. Um, it's going to be hard stopping this team if they keep it up the whole season. Um, but Vikings probably won't. Vikings won't. Um, 
other than Dalvin Cook, I don't see too much things happening for the Vikings. I mean, they got Thielen and Jefferson, but you also got to understand that um, Cousins going to be taking a lot of pressure, and he might not be able to get the ball to them as effectively as um, you got in those receivers. You know, he might be taking a lot of sacks or just a lot of quarterback pressures, so they might not be getting the ball in a situation where they're downfield and scoring a touchdown might be more shorter routes for them. So um, we'll see, but um, Cardinals will take this one. Um, They're giving four and a half points to the Vikings. Still pick, still pick Cardinals. I feel Um, over under is going to be 51. They'll they'll go, they'll go over 51, but it's still going to be pretty dominant by the cards though in this game. Um, going to a divisional matchup. We got the Falcons versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are going to win. That's too many weapons on offense and defense for Bucks. And watching the Falcons go against the Eagles, um, you thought a lot more was going to happen with the Falcons, but not much happened. Um, Fantasy-wise, I would stay away from the Falcons from this game because... Bucks D is nice. Pat's offense is nice. I mean, not Pat's. Bucks offense is nice. So it's just look. It's looking like a one-sided affair. Um, they're giving Falcons twelve and a half points. Honestly, I would still pick Buccaneers. And the over/under is going to be fifty-two. Uh, maybe out. <laughs> I'll go under just because Bucks are going to score all the points and Falcons are just going to struggle with even field goals. So um, I got Bucks in this one. Now we got Titans versus Seahawks. Um, yeah, Titans. Um, very, very ugly loss that happened against the Cardinals. Um, Tannehill was getting beat up. He took six sacks. Um, through an interception, not something you want. Uh, Derrick Henry touched the ball 17 times, but only made it to 58 yards. Yeah, it it, it wasn't a good look for the Titans. Um, it might be more of a line situation. Um, their best lineman just came back from an injury from last year, so um, there might be an adjustment period for that for him. Um, but um, a lot of pressure against the Titans line and did it expose them? Who knows? Going against another um hard pass rush in the Seahawks. Um uh, we'll see what happens to the Titans in this game because it might happen again. They might be able to only muster up thirteen points against the Seahawks. Um we'll see. Uh Russell Wilson always puts up points. No matter how good or bad the team is, he's always putting up points. So um I expect them to get the offense another four touchdowns, at least 28 points again. Um, they're giving Titans five and a half points. I'm going to take the Seahawks with that spread. Um, I think this, from what I saw from based on last week, um, Seahawks should handle the Titans at least by 10 points. Over-under is going to be 54. Um, I would go under. I would go under this game. Um, who knows how the, how the Titans are going to score this game. But I think the Seahawks will score at least 30 this game. 
going to our Sunday night game. We got the Chiefs and the Ravens. Um, Chiefs did a comeback against the Browns. Um, nice, very, very nice comeback by them, but they are known to do this and do it effectively. Um, Patty Mahomes in the, in the second half was lining it up. Um, he threw it to his boy, Tyreek Hill. Um, yeah, don't, don't count out the Chiefs ever. And they're going against the Ravens in a heartbreaking fashion on Monday night. They lost, uh, some costly mistakes coming from the offense of the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson fumbled the ball a few times. Um, just just interesting things that came from the offense. Some of it was his fault. Some of it wasn't. I mean, it looked like the line it was isn't as crisp as it's been in the last few years. So that could be a potential problem um, um, in this week. Um, the running back situation... It's not too bad in Ravens, despite all the injuries. Um, I think they still got a lot of value in their rookie and signing Laverius, uh, Latavius Murray. So I wouldn't count out their rushing attack just yet. Um, it's just when it comes to the the line just needs to, you know, buckle down and protect Lamar Jackson. Because there's too many times where there really wasn't a pocket for Lamar Jackson. So he had to just kind of move to get comfortable. And the way he was holding the ball wasn't the greatest, but I mean, you got to make a pocket for the guy. So um, it was a tough loss for the Ravens, but should be a very, very uh, exciting game. Um, but I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one um, just because they look a little bit more polished than the Ravens right now. And um, it would, it's going to be a back and forth game, but um, uh, Ra- Ravens just, even after the Monday night game, I don't think they're as polished as um, we've seen in the past with them. And because of injuries, that might damper their um, effectiveness. Um, they're giving Ravens three and a half points. I would still take the Chiefs on this one. I think it's going to be a touchdown length of points for the Chiefs. They'll win by a touchdown. Over-under is going to be 55. Um... I'll take the over on this one. I th- it'll be high scoring. So um, Chiefs with the win. Going down to our last game, um, the Monday night game, we got the Detroit Lions versus the Green Bay Packers. I think more the bigger storyline was the Packers just not performing, only mustering up, was it like three, three points? I think it was three points. Only three points. Yeah, they only put up three points last week against the Saints. They just didn't look ready. They 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 got beat up. Um, not much to say about that, other than yeah, they there's there's something wrong. It might be a line situation. It just might be a chemistry situation. It might be because the Aaron Rodgers debacle. Who knows? But they didn't look ready. But I think they got the perfect bounce back game against the Detroit Lions. They will bounce back. They will beat the Lions. Um, and I don't think Lions will be able to do a comeback like they get, did against the Niners because um, by the by the fourth quarter, um, start of the fourth quarter, I think it was like 41-17. And then that's when the Lions did the comeback. I don't think that's going to happen again, though. Um, Packers, despite losing by um, 38-3, they have, a, they have a good defense. 
Don't get me wrong. They have a good defense. I think they should handle the Lions pretty pretty easily. And, yeah, um, Goff is going to have a hard time through the season with, with the Lions, I feel. Um, his main targets were Hawkinson and Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. So I think those are who, his main guys throughout the rest of the season, I feel. Despite the uh, the um, comeback that happened last week against um, 49ers, the almost comeback. I think those are the main guys, but at the same time, you got to get your whole offense involved. So we'll see what happens, but Packers should definitely win against the Detroit Lions. They're giving Detroit 10.5 points. I think Packers win by two touchdowns. Um, Over-under is going to be 48. I think they'll be over. They'll be over that. They'll be over. I think they're giving too much credit to the Lions and not enough credits to the Packers because the Packers only scored three points. But who knows? It's going to be... Um, it's going to be in Lambeau Field, so I think um, Packers should win this decisively. Um, that's it with my picks this week. Um, like I said, um, I was 9-7 and seven last week when it came to my record. Not very proud of that for the first week, so hopefully it gets a lot better this week, and I'll share it with y'all. But other than that, um, that's my quick picks for this week, week two of the 2021 NFL season. Um, as things start kicking into gear, you know, we'll get a good idea of how the teams play from here on out. Um, should be a fun season. Um, more content we're dropping, Button Sports. Um, we got Dougie's Doogie list from week one, all the uh, letdown performances. Top ten, top five letdown performance in Dougie's eyes. Go hear it. Very, very funny. We did the week one recap last night, so go ahead and check that out if you want to, you know, recap week one and what we feel about it. And um, also, Francis is going to give us uh, the injury report for the week and other news. So keep an eye out for that if you want to make some changes in your lineups or just, you know, want to know what's around and what's going on. What's going along in the league? Shit, that took me a while to say. And Thursday is going to be coming with our DraftKings lineups, and we'll let you know what we pick. So stay tuned. Subscribe to us, Buds and Sports, on look us up at any search bar. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Buds and Sports. You'll find us. If not, send us a message, and we'll help you find us. And go ahead to subscribe to us, share with share with us with other football fans and things like that. Actually, sports fans in general, because once basketball starts kicking off, we'll be doing you know content when when it comes to basketball. So just stay tuned with us, tap in, and have a good one. I'm out. <laughs>